When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Little Geno Smith in the open. I didn't see it coming. I'm not going to lie. He, he caught me by surprise. I a called it. I Geno called it Smith on right Thursday. There. Yeah, I said, watch out this weekend for Geno Smith. The Rams are in second place by themselves. That's pretty good, right? Didn't play 3-3. Three, three. Why do the Niners look like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice against, every, against the Rams and everyone yeah. else? They look terrible. We'll get to all that. We got football. <laughs> we've got Russ. No, Russ, no. It's my favorite Billy Mac call in quite some time because he was giving Yeah, you're not supposed to, to have those calls as uh, the famous ones. Well, but the problem was he was speaking for every Laker fan and watching the game like please no not them clank and we get that coming up we had I'm sorry buddy I was in San Diego I was uh surrounded Awful. by Padre fans over the weekend and that didn't go your way let me let me start right here yeah are you okay are you are you doing all right on a Monday morning well Berg just asked me he's like all right, so how do you feel you know you you know it, it, does it feel weird does it feel different you know you guys did beat the Dodgers right <laughs> yeah that was an awful weekend of baseball. Just awful. It wasn't great. And it was bam, bam, bam. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to give you three straight days of absolute <laughs> ish. And it wouldn't go away. There's nothing you could do to like kind of get away from it. No, you can't because they're coming back tomorrow and they got to do it again. Musgroves lose on Friday. Yeah. Bullpen day on Saturday. They jump out four well, nothing before really you blink four to day? three. Is it a bullpen day when your starting pitcher oh. doesn't get a single out? It, can can you really call it a bullpen day when Mike Clevenger is out there twitching and bouncing all over the place and gets nobody out before they have to take him? Like he looked like Nolan Ryan against the Dodgers relative to what he did against the Phillies. If you told me that's right, he did look like that's actually a good, a good way to put it. If you'd have told me there was going to be a playoff game coming up where you get Clevenger and Manaya in the same game, like yeah, oh that's that's not, that's not good. <laughs> and, and that's not and, good. Clevenger and Manai in the same game, and you had a four-run lead in that game. Just throwing that out there, too. Then yesterday, when I tell you simultaneously this was happening, I left the left the arena. Lakers, probably six minutes left, five and a half minutes left, something like that. Yep. Lakers were up. They're up by six, seven points. Might, might have even been eight. I think that's when Braun went to the basket, got fouled. They went up eight points. I left the arena. Padres up 3-2 in that game. I left the arena. By the time I walk, they closed everything off. You know how they live this sometimes. Sure. They just want to close everything off. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you got to, if you're going to walk back to the studio, you got to get on the 110. You got to get on the 110. <laughs> okay. 110, exit 9th Street, sure, and then come back sure. in. By the time I got back in, it was all just collapsing on both sides. Bryce Harper, I already see him. It's, it already happened. It's four to three. He had already fist pumped and done his whole thing. He was just getting back, I think, into the dugout. And then I'm just listening to John and Michael, and it's like, Weren't they just up seven or eight? Well, they were up seven with a minute 56 to go. That happened. Sorry. And then it all but just started were. collapsing. <laughs> Welcome to the basement. Yeah, it just, like, this is this is what What happens. did they start? They, they're they kind of struggling already, aren't they? <laughs> 0-3, same as the Lakers. They're 0-3, too? <laughs> Tied yeah. <with> the Lakers. 
Look, they got uh, what is what's that one? That one's coming up on um, November 11th. But we didn't so see that, that on the calendar. On. Circle that on the calendar. <laughs> it's a battle of the titans. Where there's going to come. Did anything go well for you? It's this a bad weekend? weekend. I had a great weekend. I mean, it's kind of disappointing to watch yeah. the Lakers do what they did. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that the Astros are into the World Series and look like they're the best team comfortably. Yeah, I don't love that. But generally speaking, I had a I had a lovely weekend. Got. To spend do you think about Dave Roberts family. at all or anything no, like that? No, I didn't. I look. Oh. I I've I read something again this morning that kind of upset me all over again but generally what'd speaking, you read let's I'm, get into that eh, nah we can we can do it later give me we your can, notes we, we can do it later but generally speaking pretty good weekend how about you other, um, than, other than your sports okay just honest no it was a bad weekend it was a terrible weekend Did you every go to night the bar, like every I suggested and, every and sit at the bar and have dinner no i went on saturday after the game because i just couldn't do it i just couldn't do it like i i you're not hungry when your team's about to go down. Oh, uh, I, I wasn't hungry. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah, I, was I wasn't hungry. I feel like that. You and I differ at that. Saturday, I went after the Padres lost their second game in a row and still couldn't find a way to get back to San Diego before they lost their third game in a row on Sunday. <laughs> I did go to uh, there's a great place in Pasadena. It's a pizza joint. And it's full bar and everything else. Sat down. I was like, I'd like a bourbon. What kind of bourbon? Like, I don't care. Just, just bring, give me a bourbon. Bring the bottle. Did you do that thing? Just give me a the bourbon. Glass. Bring me the bottle. I, it, you don't usually do bourbon and pizza. That's not exactly the combination there. Not true. So I just kind of took down the entire bourbon first, Hammer. and then I enjoyed my pizza. Awful weekend. Just awful. <laughs> you have the grouchiest look. Yeah, it's awful. I kind of like it. I, I, I mean, I'm not like, I don't like that you had a bad weekend, but I'm like, I, I am happy when. I'm in a bad place. I like to know that other people are in a bad place. That the Dodgers are out. That the Rams are three and three. But I'm in a bad place. I want everyone to go down with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very well said. I'd like everyone to be as miserable as I am. So welcome. (laughs) We can let's go out and get lunch today. We can talk about how terrible everything is. Four to one. Make it three. Four to one. Yeah, Taylor, come on out. Sasal, what a. What a freaking weekend! So I had a great weekend. I was I was down in San Diego um, for the weekend. My mother in law and my brother in law were in, so we yeah you doing Coronado. We went to Coronado. We're sitting at the Hotel Del Bar, which is just a uh, it's a great spot. And the game starts: the Padres and the Phillies. And we're having a couple of drinks. And the Phillies on Saturday. This is on Saturday, and the Padres are scoring runs. You know, one, two, four to nothing. And the place is packed with Padre fans. Everybody's got their hats and their jerseys, and they're hopping around and they're having the time of their life like all right we're back in this mm-hmm. it's going to be 2-2 it's going to be a party yeah that got and quiet clevenger went out there and i've never been in a place i've seen where you kind of go from up to down up to down but from euphoria to we got this we're back in it too oh yeah this is over and they were still up by a run but you could feel the mood in the building had completely changed like yeah they just they just don't have it right now. it's so funny when you say that when you're like they were still up a run i was trying to Didn't convince myself like that as well i'm like well if you'd have told me they're up one nothing in the I would have taken it. Just didn't feel it. Didn't feel like it no. at all. And then so yesterday morning, I, I picked up my daughter and we're driving to to breakfast. And it, the game started early yesterday, right? So there are these people kind of like eleven thirty wandering around in Padres hats and and jerseys, just kind of looking for a place to go to watch the game. It's just, depressing. It's very sad. It you is could, depressing. It was like a like walking to the electric chair. You you knew that nothing good was waiting for you. You had to go. It was depressing. You're there with your jersey yeah. on, and then Bryce Harper did you yeah, like that? Almost as bad as Dodgers winning 111 and losing <laughs> yeah, to the Padres. But we've already been over that. See, you do that thing where you you just need to soak in your misery. It's okay. See, it's going to hurt. I'll swing at anybody the, the, right the now. The reason it feels bad is because you were close. That's the bad. You want the good news? You only have 20 more games on Tatis' suspension. They they chipped off they a did few that extra again. ones. Did you see the tweets? <laughs> no. I'm like, why are we doing that? I, there's some dude 
San Diego writer, God bless him, had a screenshot of the schedule, and it was like pointing to the date that he comes back. I'm like, nobody wants to hear that right now. <laughs> nobody cares when he comes back. So we got three. We got four against the Dodgers, make seven, and you played five there. So you chipped 12 games off chipped of it. 12 no, off. That's not bad. It's a couple of weeks worth of baseball. You get it back two weeks earlier. When did the Philadelphia Phillies become the greatest team okay. ever assembled in the history of baseball, it's interesting because it's damn. Per- they it's, were relentless. It's a you perfect. Could not those, freaking get these guys what did out. Eighty-seven games, something like that. Eighty-seven Padres won eighty-nine. They were the games, six seed, and they were by far the best team in the National League so far. They took the Cardinals apart. They took the Braves apart, and they took the Potters apart. They're just, they're, I mean, just none of those series were close. I know. They just went in there, and that's why the the format is so unpredictable. It's why baseball is so unpredictable. But that's, I mean, they're they could beat the. I don't think they will. I picked the Astros right now, but if they went in there and won that, I wouldn't be shocked. So they took out. Do you remember the first game they played? Against the Cardinals, they in came St. back Lewis. from a deficit, like in the ninth inning, right? Two, I think they scored six in the ninth. Yeah. And that kind of got them. Pretty good jump off. And then before you know it, St. Louis swept, Braves in four, and then Padres in five. All right, so I'm curious, because I know where I am with my Dodgers. Where Mm -hmm. are you going into next baseball? Are you optimistic? You're like, we had our shot, and it didn't happen. Where are you mentally? So I, I was hoping for... Can you just ride lightning in a bottle? Because you just never know what happens next year. You just never know. By the way, they Maybe were... Tatis will get ringworm again. From from a health perspective, they actually had most of their guys, right? Oh, yeah. Tatis was out. You know, I, I know that, but anything can happen. So it, the Mets are thinking the same thing. The Dodgers are thinking the same thing. Everybody's, the Padres had this, like, one little window. Can this be the Nationals? Can you just do that quick little run where, you know, you run through yeah. this thing and then you get out of everybody's way after that and just say, well, we got ours? So how you feel about next year? Actually, I, I'm optimistic, but at the same time, it's like, damn, you probably got your shot. Yeah, good news is you don't have to worry about it for about a year. That's when the games will matter again. I like that we play six No, 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 it's different. It's different. Stuff. It's different. I know it is for them. It's different the because Dodgers. the Dodgers, all regular season, it's like there's it nothing to play for doesn't here. Matter. They, they didn't play a game that mattered all year until they Padres did, and then like they lost squeezing three in. or four. Emily, did I hear you say you had a good weekend with somebody needed yeah, to have one? Yeah, I listened to Taylor Swift a bunch. I had the House of the Dragon finale. It, everything came up Emily, except for I did get a little bit too drunk on Saturday night and had a little bit of a hungover Sunday, but in general, good. We, it's my, fine. You were a bye yeah. week. You had a bye week. <laughs> exactly. You, my, get, you get a get drunk on a Saturday with a bye week. I forgot how nice it is to have two days off at the end of the week. Yeah, it's crazy. That was a very refreshing moment. It's like woke up Sunday morning, I can watch a little football, a little baseball. It was great. What did you, when you say you got a little too drunk, what did you have? So uh, it was was all wine. The usual Emily (laughs) poo-poo platter where you have one of everything? No, it was all wine. My friends uh, came over and we did like a Scooby-Doo marathon uh, randomly. So like- Like the animated one? So we watched some animated and we watched- So you were high. Go ahead. (laughs) We watched the animated and we watched- a little bit of the original. We ate Hot action. Pockets. Yeah. And, uh, when I hear, I watched an animated Scooby, it's like, it's okay, we all got high. Okay, then what happened? I had just, Hot Pockets and flaming Hot Cheetos. I don't know why. And comboed some wine, so obviously didn't go over well. Uh, but yeah, stayed up and watched uh, like three movies. So yeah, that was my Saturday. It was super, a super crazy young adult life, you know? That's a lot of movies after a lot of Scooby-Doo, <laughs> after a lot of wine along the way. All right, Slee, it is a million-dollar Monday, which means you want to listen all morning long for your chance to enter to win a million bucks. you got a chance to win some Rams and Niners tickets as well, so make sure that you're listening to us all day long. Um, I'm sorry. I did my very best. I we I gave you 12 minutes. Yeah. 
But we got to talk about Russell Westbrook. We got to talk about the shot. We got to talk about sorry, everybody. Just, we talked about responding. three losses over the weekend. I got to deal well, with look, another base, one here. I, I have a feeling the baseball, while it bothers you, it doesn't hit you quite the same as the Lakers. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Wrong. Wrong. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm stunned. Playoffs. Third game of the regular season. I, I would have gotten that wrong by 10,000%. I right. really would have been surprised. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I mean, it's not that bad, is it? It's not great, but it's not that bad. I mean, like we're, all, we're all still here. This is why now I know why I don't go. Another reason why I don't go. If this is what they're playing, I don't need that. I want something a little make me feel good about my day. I Spotify this. <laughs> no. You Spotify I Shazam. It? Shazam this. You Pandora it. Do you ever do that? Uh, I have done, I haven't done it in a very like, long time. But at yes. church, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up my Shazams. What track is this? What are you guys playing? <laughs> This hymn is bopping. Did anything go your way this weekend? Did you have a, a other than no. the bourbon and the pizza? No. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. You just got to take an L. Sometimes you got to take an L for a weekend. Yeah, but you don't have to. I mean, you can get mad. You don't have to just sit there all quiet and pouty. Yell at somebody. No, Call I'd someone a just, name. I'd rather just sit You're all in, in my your own. feelings. Oh, yeah. An awful weekend. Drake. It's an awful, awful sports weekend. <laughs> I mean, not if you're a Phillies fan or an Astros fan that's or true. something. Seahawks, yeah, they're all true. fired up. If you're yeah. a fan of chaos like me. Hey, ready? Look at my face. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you right Go now. Go ahead. I'm going to help you. Looking right at you. The Chargers lost a mm. game, and Brandon Staley went solid. for it on another fourth Yeah, game. that was they good. They didn't get it. They, maybe your Chargers that are my heart. at least the thing that you can lean into and say, at least the Chargers lost. You can tell yourself that. Now, did you want them to win yesterday because they're playing the Seahawks, and I'm assuming you wanted the Chargers to win yesterday. I, I was indifferent. I, I'm more intrigued by the Seahawks than anything else, but I do like that the Chargers have basically an all-star team, and they can't score. That's kind of fun. Do you know? That's interesting to me. I don't know if you saw this. They were 4-2 going into the game. You know who they've beat? <laughs> nobody good. <laughs> they've beat nobody good. I yeah. think it's Houston, Cleveland. Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. I don't know who the, oh, 
I don't know. They lost the to Jacksonville. Is. They lost to Kansas City. No, they're not. They're not. They a good beat team. nobody. Yeah, that's fine. Like it's the no nobody in the other than the Bills and the Chiefs. Nobody in the NFL is any good. I know. So what are you going to do? All right. So you were working yesterday. Um, it's it was so funny to me. I, I'm making the trip back up to uh, Orange County from San Diego. I'm listening right, to the early game. game. Li- mm-hmm. Listening to the Laker game on the radio. And it's you think okay they're finally going to get their win they're up by uh, seven, seven with points, a minute 56 minute fifty six to go. Um, Russ has been on the bench for a good part of when they've kind of opened up this lead along the way, and then all of a sudden Russ is back in there, and Russ takes one of the most ill advised shots that you're going to see re- really almost by if you were going to set up a scenario what not to do that's what he did so. Had he not shot the ball at all, they still have the lead, and there's 12 seconds to go. He could have found a better shot. He could have dished the ball to someone else. He could have drawn a foul. He could have attacked the rim. He could have done a lot of things that would have made sense. Instead, he pulls up for an uncontested mid-range jump shot that is nowhere close. LeBron throws his hands up in frustration. The Blazers go down, hit a three, take the lead, ultimately win the game, and here we are. Three games into the season, yep. and for the third time, we're having the Russell Westbrook conversation. Okay. Let me go back a little bit further, because I, I think there's a couple things that go into this. Um, it's the equivalent. It's a perfect example of NFL football. First off, you're playing the Blazers. Blazers are, Trev, that's kind of the comp. Okay, Blazers are going to be trying to make the playing tournament. They're probably not going to be good enough to be one of those top six, but they're probably good enough to be in that 9, 10, maybe 8 range in the Western Conference. So if I made an excuse and said, well, the Lakers aren't going to beat the Warriors. Hey, they're not going to beat the Clippers. This is the game that you look at and you say, hey, this is this is a good comp for the Lakers. This is a, this is a team that you actually have a chance against, okay? Sunday comes. The two minutes left that you're talking about. Before Russ takes, there is no <laughs> possible... There is no. Po- Can I, you, you need to go look at us on YouTube right now on the ESPN LA YouTube channel because the look on well, I your can't, face. I can't justify. When, when There's you no. You were trying to find the word to describe that decision. Yes. The look on your face was like I, I don't have the vocabulary to describe what it is that I saw. I don't. No one does. There, there is it, there is zero reason from a basketball perspective why Russ takes that shot. But let me stop here for a second. Why is he in the game? Why is he in the game? That's on Darvin Ham. Uh, listen, I, I, I just be as honest as possible. Patrick Beverly took a shot, a three-point shot with a minute 30 left, minute 20. The Lakers did the whole prevent and defense thing. We're trying not to lose, and we're hoping the, the clock just runs itself out. Right. Patrick Beverly takes a three. Why are you taking a three? Why don't we run actually play? Braun in the next possession takes a three. Why don't you guys just run a play? And then it, it, it goes over to Russ, and Russ takes a shot. Of course, ill-advised everything else. He didn't play for eight minutes, seven and a half minutes of that fourth quarter. Why are you putting him in at this point? So we're going to go at Russ. That's fine. I understand the whole, Russ, why are you taking such a bad shot? If you're Darvin Ham, why is Russ in the game when you got Nurkic 15 feet away from, he's the one guarding Russ. He's 15 feet away saying, hey, go ahead. You want to take a shot? Go ahead and take it. You had this with Zubats in the game against uh, Lakers and the Clippers on Thursday. Yeah. Hey, I'll back up 15 feet as away. As many as you want. You ta- if as you want to take that shot, all day take long. it. When it bait you into taking that shot. But I kind of, you know, I, I have an issue here that he was in the game in that opportunity. That one to me leans more on Darvin Ham of uh, 
Do you want him in in that situation? I don't think they should have him in that situation. He probably should not have been because he probably shouldn't be on the team. They probably should have sent him home at the end of the last season. They probably should have sent him home in training camp. Probably should have sent him home at the beginning of the year. They probably should have sent him home after he said he couldn't come off the bench because his hamstring was tight and played 31 minutes the next night after that. They probably should have sent him home a variety of different times. And you're right. He probably shouldn't have been in the game at the end, right? I, I agree with what you're saying. This is the problem. No one, this well, no, he has the authority to bench him. Well, then why wasn't he benched? Oh, he's going to buy in and he's got to do this, that, or the other thing, or he's not going to play. Well, why was he out there? And we're not going to let Russ become a distraction. Then every single question after the game was one of two things. Why can't anybody shoot is one of those topics. And the other question is, what's up with Russ? Because I want to play this again, and okay. it was on the top of ESPN's app yesterday for a while because Billy Mack, I think, spoke for every Laker fan watching this game that when you because it it's like when you watch a kid running into the street, you're like, no, 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 don't you know somebody grab him, somebody yeah. stop it, don't let him get out there, and no Russ, no is exactly one of those moments. Half a minute to play. Lakers and Russ into the front court. Russ will pull up. No, Russ, no. It just was so inexplicable, and it was just a perfect microcosm, a perfect example. You couldn't a perfect example of why he was a bad fit from the jump, of why expecting him to be something other than Russell Westbrook. Of all of the criticisms of Russ yeah. were manifested in that one decision where there were six or seven options, and he chose the single worst one. He had a, what was he four for fifteen, something like that. He had he had a terrible day shooting the ball. He just has been a it's been a terrible season. He tied the record for worst two game stretch, tied it from himself mm -hmm. in January. That everything that we were hoping to avoid has been the topic through the first three so, games. Yesterday is a perfect example of how whatever happens in a game, it's all going to get turned to Russ. So that, yeah, Al, but this no, is but not, just think think about this. Trap, trap, trap. Think about this. You're up seven points. You're, you're right, Al. No, no, let, let on, me finish man. because what you come just on, did, man. what you just did was isolate Russ in this one play. Okay. Mm -hmm. I went back and Darv, Darvin Ham shouldn't have put him in. That's number one. Second thing is, this is a perfect example of how everything that happens with the Lakers is always the finger pointed at Russ. Let, let's just point the finger at that, Russ. This time it's rightfully pointed but at can, Russ. But can you see the, you know, how you talk about, hey, why don't you just send him home? Yeah. This might be one of the perfect examples of they it. They should start calling me and asking me what to do with Russ because I've been right every time so far. Think, think about this. It's not the actual possession. The possession was awful. The possession was awful. But it's, look how much attention continues to go with every single thing that he does. Post-game show. Post-game show. Of course, every camera's going to be in front of him. LeBron's being asked about Russ. The reason why I'm saying it, I'm not saying you're wrong of saying, hey, I'm going to do everything I can to highlight a really, really bad play from Russell Westbrook. The point is, is that everything that happens, it's all turning to Russ. So to go to your point when you said you might as well just send the guy home, it's more, it has almost less to do with what happens on the basketball floor. It's just so we can start talking about basketball. Does that make sense? That the distractions that you're referring to or the attention that goes to Russ, you, you want that to 
be less of the conversation moving forward. I don't know what the Lakers are going to do. I really don't. I was hoping with four whatever remaining left in the game yesterday, Darvin Ham would have stuck with some of these other guys. I almost feel like he put Russ in a bad situation yesterday. Russ put himself in a bad situation. Darvin may have made a bad decision of putting him in in the first place, but this is not a kid. This is not somebody who's no that play. There's the no league. justification. There, there's, there's no, no justification, justification for that play. For it. There's no justification for any of this stuff. It's going to continue to be a topic. You still hear the hey, let's wait 15 games, 20 games, see where you are. Well, look at the schedule. 15 or 20 games could put you in a hole that may be virtually impossible to crawl out of it. Why are you so we're, happy? We're three for three because it's just so obvious what was going to happen i don't understand how anybody didn't see this is playing on the train tracks like can you believe they got okay can i ask ask you this question yeah i can can. ask you this question real question how do you think they've played so far this year i think they've played okay they played okay i'm with you played about as well as they can (laughs) against good teams i don't think they've played zero and three good team i don't think they've played zero and three I think they've played one and two. That doesn't mean anything. Whether you're yeah, 0 and three or one and two, yeah. it's not that big of a deal, right? Like it's not that big of a difference. But they they have they can't hit a shot if their life depended on it. They're shooting twenty one percent from the three point line. I don't know if it's gonna change at all. And I just kind of sit here. And say, you just, but you why s- not eliminate one of the distractions? Because you're right. No, it's not Anthony Davis at the side of the backboard of the three about as bad as you're going to see. They're they're really struggling shooting the ball. Duh, right? But at least you could quiet down one part of this. And there's no downside. That's mm-hmm. the part that I don't understand. That why we haven't done it yet. There's no downside to saying, you know what? We tried. It's not working. Darvin Ham is now making decisions that are in Russell Westbrook's best interest rather than the team's best interest. This, it's just such a weird thing. And to me, my greatest fear yeah. is that it is indicative of there is no plan. That this is just, hey, let's try it again. Let's see what happens. You, they keep doing the same thing and expecting to get a different result. It's crazy to me. Somebody say, this doesn't work. Let's move him on. Let's go to the next place. Let's make a trade. If, if you think the trade's going to help. But just running it over and over and over again is lunacy. If, if, if they'd have won that game yesterday, nothing changes. It's still the same conversation we're having. If they'd have won that game by, let's say, two yesterday. Let, let's say the shot goes in. Okay, let's just play which it shot, out. Which shot? Russell's shot. Okay. Let, let's say still it goes a bad in. shot. It's still a bad shot, yeah. but they win the game or whatever. But you're still talking about a guy who went five for fifteen or whatever it is. The, the fact that he took it, I think, tells you all you need to know. Even if it went in, I'm still it, the, the conversation's a little more animated because of how it ended. But it's still indicative of all the same problems. Sometimes bad decisions work out. This is a bad decision that didn't. Lakers had a awful two minutes to end the game yesterday. Like I said, seven point lead. Pat Bev, LeBron James took really bad shots. They ran no plays at the end of the game. They were hoping and praying that Portland would miss a couple of shots. Russ took the shot. That was obviously the worst of all the decisions, but it wasn't just uh, that one possession. I I just go back to, if you're Darvin Ham, don't have him in at the end of the game, especially in that situation. He had some explanations on that as well. Plus, LeBron says, I'm not falling for the trap that you're trying to put me in. That's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How many episodes did you get through? So we watched the new movie, like movie that came out on HBO. There's like a new version. And then Is we it watched, animated or like animated. real people? And then we watched the two live ones that have been out. So it wasn't like the old... It wasn't cartoons episodes. from the 70s? No, no. It was like the new version of the Scooby-Doo stuff. So it's like a brand new storyline or whatever. So that's... Whose idea was this? <laughs> it was my uh, my roommate Aisha's. She really likes Scooby-Doo. And so I was like, I have nothing else to do on Saturday, so I'm going to join. Al, if I would have said to you, why don't you shoot down to my house and we'll throw on the <laughs> Scooby-Doo movie, what would your reaction have been? Um, what do you want me to bring? <laughs> <laughs> do Scooby I bring, snacks. Should I bring dessert? <laughs> the live actions are good. They're they're like they're a I time seen capsule. I, I I do not know if those are good or not, but if you say they're good, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so just right make sure you bring the bong. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like that's the the purpose of it. It could have been a variety of different things on the TV in that state of mind. I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah. We were just like tapping into our shagginess, and then we had a, like, a bunch of snacks and everything. It was great. Not a bad way to do it. Get a little Scooby snacks and uh, hang out and watch. Is that the one with um, Linda Cardellini? Is she yes, in it? Yes, Linda Cardellini. Okay. Cardellini. We're, we're getting warmer. <laughs> and then uh, Freddie fan. Prince Jr. And uh, I can't remember the other guys' names, but they're all in. They're all great actors. She this from Grand LA. What do we got? <laughs> yeah, you got your head down. And look, it's 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 a it's a weird start to the season. By the way, if you guys want to watch us, uh, YouTube, ESPN LA, we're live streaming all day today. I'm going to make you feel better. You ready? This is from uh, Ye Herbert Tucker. He says, Trav, I'd like to formally and publicly apologize to you for ever defending Brandon Staley whenever you would torch him last season. I should have seen this coming. We could have had Brian Dayball. You were right all along. Oh, he's bad. But they I will say this for the chart. They got like 49 injuries. They're, they're banged up, for I mean, sure. They got so many injuries. But that doesn't still stop <laughs> making That's the not same decisions that you were doing a year ago. I go back to the Monday night game when Troy Aikman said, they have way too many good players to be this bad on offense. Oh, that was the team we forgot, Denver. Yeah. Denver's Denver. their other one. Yeah, and, and they, they could have easily lost that game. They should have lost to the Browns. Yes. Could have easily lost to Denver. Denver just does not know how to do anything. They could, yeah. That's it's not four just three, the losing; fortunate. it's the decision making that's that's making the wins far closer than they should be, yeah. and the losses far more lopsided than they should be. Like it, the, the Rams have just played bad, right? They, yeah. They've played bad. They're hurt and they've mm-hmm. played poorly, so they're three and three, and they feel like they probably should be I told three you, and three. It's the funniest thing on the text chain: two buddies, anti-Charger fans, two buddies who are Charger fans, and it's the Charger fan saying. This guy's a moron. It's just the funniest text to me, just to read that, how he's describing. You you Staley. take me through the Spanos part of it, because okay. at what point do you go, look, this just is not, this was a bad decision. Yeah. Like, you know me. Mm-hmm. When I see that there's a bad decision, 
I think that the sooner you rectify the bad decision, say, okay, look, this doesn't work. We got to try something different, the better. Sometimes you're going to have egg on your face. You're going to have to blow draft picks or money or whatever. But hoping that the guy that's continually dragging you down is going to stop dragging you down seems like a fool's errand. They're going to finish the season with him. I can't imagine that they wouldn't. But yeah, I agree. I think at, they will. At, at the end of the year, don't you have to really consider whether or not he's in your way to preventing you from winning the games that you're supposed to have? Because that's not a bad team, and yet they lose a bunch of games. So you're saying from a Dean perspective, if Dean can sa- save $11, <laughs> he's going to be around for another three years. Probably the right answer. Yeah. Probably the right answer. So Russ took the shot. And people are asking about the shot, and people are asking about the end of the game. Here's LeBron saying, look, I'm not falling for what you guys are trying to get me to do. I don't know. I feel like this is an interview of trying to set me up to say something. Um, I can tell that you guys are in the whole Russell Westbrook uh, category right now. Um, I don't like to lose. I hate to lose at any – I don't care what happens throughout the course of uh, – um, course of my season or throughout the course of my career I hate to lose and you know especially you know the way we had this game um but give credit to Portland you guys can write about Russ and all the things you guys want to try to talk about Russ but I'm not up here to do that I won't do it I've said it over and over um that is not my it's not who I am so all right, so you can tell he's frustrated. You can tell that he's disappointed that they've opened the season 0-3. He's probably disappointed with how that game came to an end. But it's really hard not to listen to him. Like, he's been around the block a million times. Yep. He's not going to get hooked by the question and criticize his teammate publicly. He's not He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But you can almost tell the three games in, I can't believe that we're doing this already. Like, we've gotten to the point where we're just asking question after question after this. If you're Rob Palenka or Jeannie Buss or Darvin Ham or somebody that makes these decisions, at some point, don't you have to can we just take this off the table so LeBron doesn't have to deal with it, AD doesn't have to deal with it, Darvin doesn't have to deal with it? Because to me, that sounds like a man who's completely exasperated three games into a season. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I really don't know what's going to happen. Does he sound like he's having a good time to you? No, he doesn't, and I think he's trying to do his best to – not defend Russ, but like, all right, you guys are looking for more ammo. I'm not going to give you more ammo. Right. But he's not defending him at the same time. It's like, I'm not going to do what you know I want to say. I'm yeah. not going to say. I'm just, I'm not going to give it to you guys. Trap, so let's move on to the next trap, thing. Let me, let me, as best as I can put it, every game, everything is just geared towards, we were talking about this at the end of last week. We should not be spending this much energy towards a player that's not giving up that much percentage back input-wise, okay? So Lakers lost the game yesterday. Portland went, I think, on an 11-2 to run to close out the game. Mm-hmm. Is that all on Russ? No. Okay. There's other guys that obviously but are... Chris Lee, you're, just you're, just you're, let me finish the point. Yeah. Let me finish the point. Because we're continuing to do this. I don't disagree on the Russ part of things. Russ has not been a good basketball player for the Lakers since he put on that purple and gold. He has not. I have no way of justifying that. The Lakers have shot 21% from the three-point line. I don't know what Russ is shooting in that, but it's probably below whatever that 21% is. He has been bad. I can't justify Darvin Ham putting him in in the final four minutes of the game. But can you tell how every single angle is just about that? Let, right. let, me, let me give an example. Let me give an idea. Yesterday, all right, we're talk, let's talk about the final two minutes. Bron, why are you taking a twenty-five footer? Why don't you why why don't you guys run a play instead of just but, dribbling out the clock? Why not Anthony Davis 
Why don't you demand the ball down low so that maybe you could get to the free throw line and this game doesn't end? Be here, Al. We know that they're part of this. We know that they're not going anywhere. You're gonna to have to find a way to deal with them. You're gonna to have to find a way why to does, make them but why, better. But why does that take away from? It doesn't take away from it, but there's a problem that's there. Not the only problem, but a problem that you could easily fix. That you could easily just say, you know what? We're done. We're, we're just going to move on from this. It didn't work. And yet they don't. They're they're pumping oxygen into this fire by having him here. Hey, you're right. It's not the only problem, but it's the, the most easily fixable one. To, to move him out is an, a no-brainer. It's if, a no-brainer. If the question is, are the Lakers better off? Okay, let's just use this as a transition. If, <clears throat> from a basketball perspective, you start deciding, we're just going to use Russ less. You know, Russ is really struggling from the field. He's not doing something that, you know, we wish he was able to do offensively. Let's just use him less. Let's just bring him off the bench. Let's just do this. Start doing that. Like, if if there's a way to just kind of move it towards, if there's another player out there that deserves more minutes and everything else, I can't tell you what the strategy of the Lakers is. I don't know the strategy. Maybe they think, maybe they think in their mind, Darvin Ham is a brand new coach of the organization. He's coached three games for the Lakers. We are not going to just pull Russell Westbrook three games in. Maybe they have a set number in their head, and I don't have that answer. But the amount of energy we use just on Russ, it's like, okay, because I get it, it. I understand that. But they didn't lose yesterday because Russ took that one jumper. Not just because of that, but that was a big part of it. It, it was the it was like, 11-2 run for Portland to close the game. I understand now. It's the lead on Sports Center. It's the lead on the on on the app. It's the it's the it's the jump off on first take. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is the story of the Lakers. I understand he's not the only problem, but to pretend that this is just one of many things they have, this is the this is the fire that's burning the brightest and the hottest right now. This is the easiest one to put out, and that they're just kind of like, eh, let's just keep it rolling. Is weird, man. It's weird because LeBron not shooting the ball well. LeBron taking that shot. Yeah, but LeBron's going to be here. LeBron's going to take shots. AD, same thing. The rest of these guys, this is the one thing that you can just go boop and take it out. Why don't, why don't, think, why don't you think? Because I have no idea. You and have obviously been a huge proponent of this. And I listen, I'm, I'm not here to argue against it because it's not like no, I'm, coming not, in, but it's my, not I'm coming in and saying, no, you know, Russ has got to be in the no game at the end. There is no explanation why they haven't. That's, that's my concern. My concern always comes back to the same thing with these guys. Who's... 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
making these decisions because you can't tell me Darvin Ham wants him on the team. I don't believe that to be true. I don't think that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are dying to be teammates with Russell Westbrook anymore. I don't think that's true. I don't think that Rob Palenka is thinking that it's going to turn around and everything will be good. I don't think that's true. So why is he still here? It's the best question of all. So the worst, I don't have an explanation. The worst thing that could have happened to start the season has is you start losing these games right out the gate. And teams just kind of know that, all right, they're obviously in a desperate, they could be in a more desperate situation in a couple of weeks or a month or whatever the case is. And now all of a sudden where you thought, all right, maybe that market has calmed down as far as what draft picks we got to give out. I don't think that's going to be the case this team as as the season progresses. Ask Slee is coming up next. We got good ones. If you want to get in on the phone, 877-710-ESPN. 877-710, I can tell. 3776. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Al, you know what I like to ask you right here. Would you like to do a phone ask Slee or online? Let's do phone. Let's do phone. Let's go to Panorama City and Darren. Darren, hashtag ask Slee. What do you got? If you could play a round of golf in a foursome with Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle, or with their less famous but still very important contemporaries, Protagoras, Xenophon, and a translator, sure. which would you choose? <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead, Al. I couldn't even repeat the question back with- to you. Socrates and his foursome. And Aristotle Plato. and Plato. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'll go with that. I since I've heard of those guys, uh, I will assume that they were the right that's guys. That's the same reason why. I don't feel like that'd be a good thing. And foursome. they're golfers. <laughs> I feel like they'd be there'd be a little too much talking. Like part of the fun about being out there is that you don't have to talk too much. You could just go and enjoy your day. You don't have to think about well, what does it mean that that ball didn't go in the hole? <laughs> what is what does it mean? Is it an existential crisis that I have made four bogeys in a row? <laughs> you can start asking really dark thoughts. Give me some advice on life. I think those are the three guys to, to give it to. This is a good question, and I don't like it. This is from Dystextia. <laughs> Did the Astros cheat to beat the Dodgers in the World Series in their building, or are the Astros just good at baseball during the playoffs and the Dodgers aren't? Hashtag ask sleep. Uh, let's find out how the rest of this post. Actually, both can be right. Both can be right. That they cheated. They're really good. They probably win a World Series, and the Dodgers just don't win postseason baseball. The, the, I was reading something about the Dodgers, too, and they're talking, well, you know, we had all these numbers, the most runs, the fewest runs allowed, and our differentials and our runner yeah. scoring position. Yeah, but when it comes nothing. down to the end of the season, we just not we don't know what it is. That's, that's the problem is yeah, no about, one knows what it is. Think about that for a second. We're first in everything in the regular season. It's just when the playoffs come around, we're not as good. It's not a great feeling. It's not a great feeling. What is that, your slogan for selling your regular season ticket packages? The Astros are really, really good. Yeah. They're managed well by Dusty Baker. They've got good they they develop players really well. They're pretty smart with their money. They're not only they're in the World Series for the fourth time in six years. They're in the World Series for the fourth time in six years. Now, they only have the one. We'll see how it goes uh, starting on Friday. Who'd they lose to? They lost to Atlanta last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. they beat the Dodgers. That's right. Yeah. This is, is this their, no, this is their fourth time in the last six years. It's it's not great along the way. All right. Uh, Zen Ken writes, for your last year on earth, you can repeat any single year of your life. What year do you choose? Hashtag ask. I love that one. I thought that was a really good one. You could repeat any year. 
I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go 21. Last year, or your 21st no, no, my, year? My when I was 21 oh, years okay. old. Your 21st <clears throat> year. Why was that so good? Um, it's kind of a stage in your life where, like, at that time, you got your college buddies, you got your high school buddies that they're still kind of close enough to where you have a little bit of everything. You really don't have that many worries in life. A lot of family memories around that time as well. I feel like, you know, the older you get, the more responsibilities and everything else. I think 21 is the age for me. Emily, what about you? Where are you going back to? If you could redo one year all over again. You thought I meant 2021. <laughs> I did. I'm like, that's odd. <laughs> I think that I would go back to 20, age 21 as well. I think that I, I don't know, I just like like that era of my life. And I think I'd like to, you know, there are some mistakes I made, but I, I, I like that feeling. It's not bad. But the correct answer is your senior year of high school, if you had a good high school experience. Because... You still have a lot of runway left. You really don't have any real responsibilities anytime. So 21, the real world's like a day away. Not for me. It's it's right there. I don't know what was going you on. You got to go to work. You got to start supporting <clears throat> yourself. You're out of the house. Like there's some real stuff. But senior year, school's basically done in high school. But think about what you just said. You're out of the house. Right. You're kind of doing your own thing. Senior year, you're Is out of better? the house, like right around the corner for good. But you still have three, four, five years of where you don't have to really you worry take about 18. that stuff. I'll take twenty one. Eighteen was good year for your boy. Just saying, it was it was it was pretty good. There's a lot of runway left. Now it's just kind of running out the clock. Now we're just kind of we're going into the four corners at this. Lakers point. were running out the clock yesterday. <laughs> no, they, they weren't. That was the problem. No, they, they were. Took, they Every, took a oh shot yeah, Russ wasn't with, running out with the clock. Eighteen seconds. Patrick left on Beverly the shot and clock. Braun were running out the clock. Darb, how does Slee get rid of important documents and old bills? Do you save everything? Do you use the office shredded box? Home shredder or burn yeah. them in the fireplace? I'm not good at this. I mean, if you want my social security number and everything it's else, available. just go, yeah, find out. There's a trash can in Pasadena. It's got everything. <laughs> it's got everything, whatever you need. Okay, occasionally I was, I was. Um, remember when I told you guys I bought a file cabinet and I was- Oh, yeah. Your, is it put together respons- yet? It's put together. Okay. Yeah, it's put together. I was trying to be all responsible and everything else. I've had one in the past. But anyways, I had a lot of stuff that was just old, so I was getting rid of them. I actually went to the, I think it was FedEx. They'll, you know, they'll shred, shred everything for you. Not a bad way to do yeah. it. Yeah, UPS. What I, whichever one it was, that was the way I went. You can get a shredder from Costco, and they're like 30 bucks, yeah. give or take, yeah. and it's super fun. <laughs> How many? How many? Spits out how many sheets confetti? of paper can you put in? Like ten or twelve. Okay, that's like, a good amount. Like quite a few. It's not one at yeah. a time. Makes the noise. You get all the little confetti. It's not the. It's a good way to kill ten minutes while you shred some things. Yeah, they were like, "This is going to be eleven dollars." I'm like, "Here's the full bag. Go ahead, take it, get rid of it." <laughs> and then the guy goes through this and keep this bank account number. I'll keep this social security number. What's going on with this guy's credit score? <laughs> yeah, no. I get just, your stuff together. I feel like anything that has all the numbers on it's a got piece everything. of paper should be shredded by you or burned by you. Turning that over to someone else makes Here's me feel my loan docs. How big of an upset does it have to be to warrant storming the field? That's from Darren. It's a good question. Did Clemson storm the field against <laughs> they Syracuse? Did. They did, right? Syracuse. That happened, right? So that shouldn't happen. An undefeated team storms the field? That seems... <laughs> against another undefeated team. Against, still, against, yeah, against, Syracuse, against a, it wasn't Alabama I was just going to say, State. against yeah. a team that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Syracuse is not known for their football program. I'm not okay with that one. I think a good example is Tennessee beating Alabama. Storm the damn field. Sure. Do your thing. Santa Barbara beating UNLV. Sure, storm the damn field. If you're, if what you're about beating Oregon against UCLA, Oregon the nine and ten. Wait, did they? Don't, no, they did. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. But no. UCLA was undefeated. Okay, let it's me give you another home. one. USC UCLA. No, 
UCLA at the Rose Bowl, if you have one loss and you beat USC, they now have two well, losses. You, you want to storm the damn field, storm the damn field. You can't really storm the field with 100 people. And that's about how many people are at these games. So I don't think that UCLA you can walk has the on the field. They could just they could probably get a uniform if they wanted to. There's nobody there. If you're beating somebody top five and you're not in the top fifteen, storm the damn field. Capitano Matt turned on the furnace this morning. How cold does it have to be for you to turn on the heater? Hashtag Astley. It just has to look cold outside. No, um, we got to be in the sixties, right? Sixties, yeah. Are you out of your mind? Sixties. If it's, you wear shorts and a t-shirt at six, in the sixties, this pains me. Oh no no no! If it's if it's sixty-five outside, <laughs> it's six, if it's sixty-five inside, that that we'll we'll throw the heater on a little bit. The heat at sixty-five throw it on degrees. at like sixty-five. Emily, help him at out. seventy-five. I mean, anything below fifty is when you. Yeah, but we don't have I, I weather. That's it. We don't exactly. have weather that's you below don't 50. use yeah. it. Yeah, you save I, yourself money. I, I think that's the right answer. Fifty, anything that starts with a four, we can have the heat on. Yeah. If we're getting down into the low fifties, maybe you kick it on for five minutes to take the bite out of the air. Sixty, sixty-five like outside. Like, we're going eighty inside. You should live in Costa Rica. <laughs> it's like eighty-three every day. Just put on more clothes. The thing is, like, you can put on more clothes and it's fine, and it saves yourself money. One more to go here. Uh, did you ever own a radar detector? Hashtag Ashley from the Dirty Wizard. No, no radar, <clears throat> no radar detector. I don't even know if I knew somebody who did. I remember, like, I had an uncle that had this thing clipped to the sun visor. So I'm like, what is that? It had the green and red lights. And he's, oh, it's radar detector. I don't get any tickets. I'm like, well, that can't be true, or everybody would have one of those. I've never heard anybody have one that avoided a ticket. That actually Buzz is. Buzzbuster, they work. Do they really? Yeah. Do you have one? No. Why not? Because they don't work. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't get pulled over. I'm, I'm inconspicuous. Is that the, is that the trick? But I mean, if the car's going eighty miles an hour, you can't be inconspicuous. It, they hit you with the little gun. Uh, who says I'm speeding? That Buzz is kind of funny. Everyone you who get one, everyone who did have one, would swear by it. And you're like, I don't, I don't know if this makes any sense. Yankees are out. Aaron Judge is technically a free agent. Yep. How big of a swing did the Dodgers take? That's He's coming in up Cancun next. Cancun right now. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.